Welcome to the Lead Up Podcast, where one moment can change one life. Here is your host, Nick Poole, with some leadership steps you can take this month. Well, welcome everyone to this month's uh, Lead Up Podcast. We are blessed to have with us today Roseanne Novotnik from the Norwin Chamber of Commerce, and uh, so excited to get to sit down and talk about leadership. So, uh, Roseanne, just to kind of start off, share with us a little bit of your background and uh, kind of how you came to work with the Chamber. I graduated from Norman in 1983. I've lived in this community my whole entire life, which I fear not doing the math is actually 56 and a half years. My mom would say closer to 57. But I've lived here my whole life, married my husband. We moved from my parents' house. I moved from my parents' house on Center Highway down the road up to Pennsylvania Avenue on the other side of the street. And then my husband and I built a house out in Guffey where we were then blessed with our daughter and a dog and a kitty, and then later another doggy. So that's been our family now for the last 27 years. It's pretty awesome. So you're from Norwin through and through. Through and through. through I and went through. away to college. I went to California University for graduate school, our undergraduate and graduate school, and then came back to Norwin because it's home. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Now, you lead uh, the chamber, which is a pretty pretty big uh, organization. Share with us what led you to uh, community leadership, leading an organization like the chamber. Uh, we know why Norwin, but why that kind of a role? I think you make plans in your life, and I do believe that God laughs. And I think that things are just laid out for you sometimes. The paths that we choose just seem to happen. I had worked my way through college and graduate school at a travel agency that I later bought with my parents. In between graduating college, I worked in Pittsburgh and in Squirrel Hill for four years. Then I worked in Monroeville for three years. So it gave me a whole different concept of people as well as communities, always living in, in Norwin but working in the city and Monroeville, which just really broadened my eyes to so much. But Norwin, again, was always home. So when the opportunity to own the travel agency came up, my parents and I purchased Norwin Hills Cruise and Travel actually before I was 25. Wow. And then my dad had a major heart attack. So it was like sink or swim. And one of the things I did was turn to the Chamber of Commerce for guidance and knowledge and leadership and networking. And that's how I became involved. I then served on the board of directors and was actually serving as the events coordinator, which is funny if you know me, but the events coordinator when the then president, Don Parker, resigned. And Jim Duffy, the chairperson of the board, said to me, you know, why don't you do this for a little while? I had closed the travel agency after September 11. It just kind of wasn't fun anymore. And I was a stay-at-home mom for all of six weeks. And Jim said, just do this till Christmas, and then we'll see what happens. So then I talked to my husband, of course, and he said, it's nice that you're getting paid. You've always worked, but you've never been paid. So being paid is kind of like a real nice perk. So we talked about it, and then Christmas week, I handed Jim my resume. And he said, is this what I'm hoping for? And I said, I don't know. You have to make that decision. So then the board hired me, and that was 16 and a half years ago now. Wow. That's pretty awesome. So that's how God so put you were in my a, plan. So you were a business uh, owner first, and then you kind of came through the chamber as a business owner. I, I did. Yeah, I came cool. from small business and a business that had no money, so we understand that. And that's one of the ways we came about our payment plan now because we realized that 
big payments are really hard, but little payments are a little easier, of course. So we're here to help the community and help our business community, certainly not hurt them. And our doors are always open in any way that we can help. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, uh, over 16 years of leading the chamber, you know, things get difficult. The last two years have been an interesting uh, time for business owners, especially. Um, what is it that drives your leadership? Like what keeps you going when things get difficult? I think you just have to take it one day at a time and realize that tomorrow hopefully will be better. We have a great community. Everyone tries to really work together. And sometimes you can get help from places you don't even anticipate just by asking. All you really have to do sometimes is just ask for that help. Do you, you get energized by seeing kind of the different pieces come together? Oh, absolutely. And people working together. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you're really good at building consensus. How do you do that? What, what are some of the nuts and bolts of how do you build consensus? Because you're working with a lot of different people. How do you do that? One of the things I've noticed about different people, they just want to be appreciated. They want to be asked. They never want to be taken for granted, of course. And they just want to be appreciated. So if you ask them for help and then we're really big about sending thank you notes. Sometimes for huge events, they have to be form letters, and I feel bad about that. But we're only a staff of two with yeah. two volunteers. So there's only so much that we can do. But like my Excellence Education Luncheon, I personally write all those thank you notes because I appreciate when people take two hours out of the middle of their day as well as their money. Sometimes it's very easy to just write a check. Yeah. But to physically leave your office and come to an event, and the event I'm talking about is the Excellence Education Luncheon where we honor the top 20 or top 5% of the graduating class of Norwin. And people sponsor that event, and it's $90 to sponsor it. It helps to pay for a gift for the student, the student themselves, and we tremendously subsidize the luncheon for the parents and grandparents so that they can afford to come. So those sponsors have given not just a check, but their time too in many yeah. cases. And I appreciate your time as much as your money. That's pretty cool. Now, you're you know, talking about appreciating people. How do you find the tension or the balance between you know, appreciating or pleasing people uh, while still trying to get something done? Like the saying goes, you, can, you, know, you might be able to try to please everyone, but you'll, you'll never actually please everyone. Like you, you can't do both. You can't uh, please everybody and get something done because you're always going to have people with different opinions and uh, strong stances on it should go this way or that way. How, how do you find that balance between uh, honoring, pleasing, appreciating people, but also, you know, getting something accomplished? I think you just have to take it situation by situation. I had lunch one time with a local leader that said to me, do you realize how different, how difficult it is to have a board of directors of eight very diverse people? And I looked at him and I smiled and he said, you have 18, don't you? I said, I do, and four ex-officios. And they're all very, very different people with very different philosophies and very different experiences. But they all have one common goal. And as long as you lead to that common goal, I think eventually you get what you're looking for and hopefully get it done right. So just keeping everyone focused on the goal, not on their differences. Exactly. It's good. It's good. You're really good at that. I've watched you do that in a lot of different ways. Where did you learn that? I don't know. I guess just through attrition after having done it for so yeah, long. Yeah. Trial and error. Trial and error, yeah. Are there times where you didn't get it right and it kind of was painful or difficult? or? I hope not. I, I can't really reflect upon anything. Or maybe that's God's way of make, letting me forget. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, what over, over 16 years of leading the chamber, uh, 
What's been your biggest lesson you've learned? Oh, I don't really have an answer for that. I think that no matter what, we can get it done. It's just asking the right people and staying the course. And I, I really believe that almost everything's possible. And if it's not possible the way you're envisioning it, it could be possible some other way. Just being flexible. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I know working with you for, you know, Light Up Norwin, there have been a lot of different times where, you know, things don't go the way we planned or weather changes or, you know, it's raining or snowing or both or, you know, all kinds of different things. And uh, being able to be flexible allows the thing to actually happen. Just doesn't necessarily happen the way you planned, but it still happens. It, exactly, it it does. And ice is the thing with light up Norwin that we really cannot handle. Yes, rain is not convenient. A little snow makes it like a Hallmark movie. But ice is just not your friend. Yeah, yeah. it is yeah. truly not your friend. If you had to go back and do it all over again, is there anything you would change? I don't think so. I have an aunt that once said every choice you make in your life makes you the person you are today. And I'm pretty happy with the person that I am today. I have very, very good people around me. Yeah. I had a very traumatic event in my life 14 years ago when my uncle died very suddenly in Florida. Mm -hmm. And someone said to me, make sure you take your photo ID because you're used to just saying, hi, it's Roseanne. And in this community, we know everyone and everyone knows us. And that's wonderful. But when you get to like Jacksonville, Florida, they don't have any idea who you are. And my daughter said to me, what do people do that aren't us? And I said, just be grateful you are. Because in this community, the, the people just rally around each other, I feel. And you see that with people that are having spaghetti dinners for someone that's battling something, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, cancer, all those horrible house things, or, house fires, yeah. all those horrible things that happen, but the community rallies around them, and that's the kind of community we have. How did we get there? How did, we, how did Nor You're right. I mean, my, my family's been in Norwin for over 100 years, 121 years now. Uh, how how did Norwin get to that point? Because it is it is really unique. It is not like that everywhere. Uh, having lived elsewhere at different points, how, how did we get there? I, I don't know. And maybe that is the case where you give your house keys to your, I, I think about my heating and air conditioning people. They're people I've known my whole entire life. I can still remember when I was 16 and my parents traveled and calling Mr. Frank Eichelberger, Steve and Paul's dad and saying our furnace isn't working and I don't have any money like back then you didn't leave your children with a credit card and I was 16 years old with an aunt and uncle that lived beside me and he said don't worry your mom will pay me when she gets home and that's the kind he said you need to just leave your side door unlocked I'll come in and I'll lock it whenever I leave and I never thought twice about it like that's just the and now, of course, that's who my husband and I use. It's pretty cool. And that's the kind of community I think that we live in. Are there things you think that created that kind of environment? Because, I, I, I mean, what you're talking about is repeated hundreds of times over for a lot of people in our community. Like, it, it's not just you. It, 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 it's, it's so many different people who have generations that live here still, you know, multiple generations. Uh, at the Excellence in Education Lunch, you always talk about, hey, uh, to these graduating seniors, when you're ready to have kids, come back home and raise your kids here. And, and they do. And it happens over and over again. What 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 did we do to uh, create that environment? And how do we protect that kind of culture? Like, 
not that we have to be afraid to lose it because I don't think that's a good approach, but how do we continue to cultivate that culture and, and nurture that and, and keep a healthy uh, culture that's, that's like that, where, where people do know each other and support each other and encourage each other? I don't have an answer to that. I just pray that good people keep doing the right thing. And I think that that might be the answer. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, you you lead a lot of different things as I mentioned. Was leadership something that you exercised at a young age, like when you were younger? And if so, how did you kind of develop your leadership skill or get, kind of step out and use the gifts you were given? I don't know. I've been thinking about that, to be honest, since you sent the questions over yesterday. And I guess it's just always been my personality to always look at everything. My family says from 30,000 feet. That's just the the way I, I'm i just a big picture person. And that's kind of how we inherited Light Up Norwin. Light yeah. Up Norwin was going to be go by the wayside. Yeah. The people that were doing it just physically and mentally could not do it themselves. It was too small of a committee. And that was all done by the Irwin Business Professional Association, an all-volunteer group that runs 99% of everything in Irwin. They have a lot of help. They have a tremendous support system with the police department and the borough office itself and the parks and recs department and public works. Tremendous, tremendous community unity there. But the people that were running it just really couldn't do it yeah. anymore. And my answer was, I'm too tired, too old, and too fat to do it on my own. But I know everybody. If everybody just takes one piece of that pie we could still keep this going. And then the good side of that is, God forbid, if something happens to one unit, everybody else can step in and take up that slack. I always say no one can say no to Roseanne Novotnik. <laughs> they so can. You, you, I don't think, I've never seen it. Uh, so I think it's pretty awesome. Um, uh, do, you, do you see different, maybe, you know, uh, in high school or in college, like did you lead anything? Did you, were you kind of, involved as far as leading stuff at that age? I have to admit, I yeah. was always an officer. I was yeah. in student council. I was not a class officer, but I've done my class reunion once. Yeah. But I have to say that all through college, I always had a leadership role. That was just... So it was just something you you've kind of just came naturally. And, it, and, it it, and leading the chamber now just kind of comes naturally. I, I hope. Yeah. What What is uh, one of your greatest joys in leading the Chamber of Commerce? I just think whenever people, again, you, everyone likes to be appreciated. And when people say, oh, we had such a good time at the community picnic, or we had such a good time at Light Up Norwin, or it was so great whenever that, or at the Excellence Education Luncheon, my platform is always about not getting into the car with somebody that's been drinking or doing drugs. Call your family. I've heard that so many times, <laughs> yeah. but it's such a good thing every at, time. Every year, it's my, but that's my platform. Yeah. That's my, some people, it's anti-bullying, which, of course, is so, so horrid. Suicide prevention, again, so important. But I feel mine is a very easy thing to accomplish and to take care of. And that's my platform. Yeah, is I hate to see a tragedy happen in our community that could have been avoided so easily. You're faced with COVID. You're faced with cancer. These things are things that you just can't do anything about per se. Yeah. But making the choice to get in the car with someone that should not be driving is my platform. And whenever I have a parent or grandparent come up and say to me, I got that call at two o'clock. I'm going to 
tear up. I got that call at two o'clock in the morning. I got out of bed and I put on my clothes and I went and I got my baby and I brought home two friends and they're okay. Thank you. That's, that to me is just, that matters. Yeah. Because I, our funeral directors in this area are, are amazing. John Ott, Bill Snyder, Jim Shirley, they're all wonderful, wonderful men. But they don't want you till you're in your late 90s. Like 99 would be fine. Yeah. And we don't want any community tragedies. Yeah, yeah. And uh, who knows the hundreds of students' lives you've saved Hopefully. Uh, through that warning uh, as they're going into their college years and uh, stepping out of the home and uh, uh, it's always such an important talk. You know, you, uh, you put so much, uh, not just energy, but, uh, passion and emotion into what you do. How do you continue to do that over and over again without burning yourself out? Again, I have really good people in my life. My, my husband is just amazing. My daughter, my mom, our volunteers at the chamber. I have two ladies. One one just retired, so now I have two. Two ladies that fill in whenever we need them, and Lisa and I could not run the chamber without them. Lisa is just a tremendous sidekick and partner to have. Lisa Smartnick, our our membership coordinator. And now we're blessed to have Amanda Morrison in the office too. She runs Come Talk, which is a crisis center for people involved with suicide. It's just a resource center to give you information as to where to go. That's cool. But she helps out tremendously at the chamber as well. That's awesome. Looking to the future for uh, Chamber of Commerce, what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge in the coming years for for Norwin Chamber of Commerce? To keep our members and to get new members to help us grow, of course. Just like everything else, we have we have bills, just like the church does. We have insurance, tremendous insurance. We have our, our rent every month. Of course, we have payroll. All of those things that you face as a business. And some people feel that they don't get anything out of the chamber, but yet we're always the resource they come to whenever they have a question. Yeah. And we need the funding to keep our doors open, which is why our members are so important as far as the membership dues. Our members are important because we want to keep them viable, yeah. but their membership is important as far as the dues to keep yeah. our doors open, again, to serve them in the community. It's really good. It's really good. And uh, just the networking opportunities and uh, the events and all, all of those things that Chamber does are such a valuable part of our community. I always say that kind of the backbone of our community are our business owners, especially our like local business owners. And um, keeping them connected, resourced, supported is what keeps our community, our Main Street open, our Route 30 corridor open, like where there's life and vibrance, and we need that. And that wouldn't happen without uh, you and Lisa and all the hard work you do. How, uh, if someone's interested in, in uh, getting more information about the chamber uh, or, or just, you know, what the chamber does or getting involved, how could people um, get information about the chamber or stay in the loop with what's happening at the chamber? A lot of our information is available on our website at norwinchamber.com. It's very up-to-date with all of our community events as well as member based events and there is a membership application right online that you can access and businesses can join now for as little as $20 a month oh, it's wow. an automatic yeah. billing that will just bill your credit card $20 a month like you do with Palerino's car wash or the gym memberships at Planet Fitness or Anytime Fitness where they'll just automatically bill you every cool. every month that's cool now, if uh, one of the things that's happened over the last two years in a pandemic uh, I've, I've seen uh, a lot of uh, 
uh, home-owned, home-based businesses launched and started. You know, people who are, are, are tired of working in an office or and it's kind of tired of the, 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 their career or whatever, and they're starting their own businesses. Uh, in this community, you see that as well. Um, at what point would you encourage someone who's starting their own business to join the chamber? As soon as they financially could, because the networking benefits are just insurmountable, whether it's banking information or attorney information or just things that you have questions with, even as far as shipping your product. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as you possibly can financially, give Roseanne, Lisa a call, jump on their website and do that. Uh, any any last uh, kind of final thoughts on on leadership or uh, anything, you know, you want to share? Not really. I thank you for all your help and all your participation yeah. with everything that we do yeah. and the community unity aspect that Calvary Church yeah. gives to yeah. Norwin. Yeah. Well, thank you, Roseanne, for uh, for joining us. Such a good conversation. Always appreciate you. And uh uh, next month, we'll be back with another interview uh, from one of our uh, local community leaders, and we're just so blessed to uh, get to have these conversations each month. You can uh, catch uh, our latest episodes uh, the first Thursday of each month, and uh, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, make sure you subscribe, give us a review, and uh, share it. Let others know about the podcast, and we'll be back next month with our Lead Up podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been the Lead Up Podcast. This episode has been underwritten by Calvary Church of Irwin, PA. You can find out more about Calvary by visiting calvaryirwin.com. Join us again next month on the Lead Up Podcast, where one moment can change one life.